Welcome to Six Pack Discussions, where Cody and Jared take on the biggest, most talked about headlines with logic, passion, and a six pack of beer. If you're listening, we challenge you to take an unbiased view of the world, because we know these conversations are complicated. So sit down, crack a beer, and welcome a new perspective. What is going on, guys? Six Pack Discussions coming in hot here, another Tuesday. And we just cracked open a beer. Jerry, what are we drinking today? Let's see, man. Today we're, we're, we're drinking a Fruitfully Independent Double IPA. Is that what it's called? Yeah, man. Oh, it's made for the 4th of July. So I was reading the other side of the can thing. You were reading it wrong. Oh. Because <laughs> it looks like this is the title. Enjoy by 7422. That's the name of the beer, Enjoy by? I, I don't know. Do you not think so? What do you think it is? You know, actually, I think I take back making fun of you because I mean, I would classify that as the front of the can, anyways. But okay, kind of fun, cool guys. So we are talking about a, I would say, fairly sensitive topic right now in America Dude, today. Sensitive doesn't even begin to describe it. No, I think um, for anybody listening, probably in the last month or so, you you probably have heard something getting overturned called Roe versus Wade. It has brought up the discussion to abortion to probably the ninth level of scrutiny, chanting, tears, screaming in the streets. A lot of people are Protesting, upset. Right. Yeah. A lot of people are upset. Whether you side on one side or the other, and, and really it's split down the middle. I don't know if you noticed that. I think it was like 48% of people are, are pro-choice and, and, and 45% are, are pro-life. Mm-hmm. And so really America is split down the middle on this issue. It is not like it's one way or the other on this one. So rightfully, half of America is upset. Half of America feels like this is good. Um, maybe we should real quickly just summarize what Roe versus Wade is because I think there's confusion around that. So that was a, a Supreme Court what, decision. Yeah. To essentially uh, federalize the legalization of abortion. Now, when I say federalize, I mean that before that, all the states before kind of had their own laws. So Texas had their own laws. California had their own laws. New York had their own laws. And what happened was is the federal government said, you know what? Based on this case, Roe versus Wade, we're going to determine that abortion is going to be accessible in every state. And states cannot build laws in their individual states. Well, when Roe v. Wade was overturned in the last couple of weeks, Supreme Court kind of re-reviewed, said that, you know what, based on the Constitution, the courts actually don't have the ability to federalize that law. It's actually left up to the states according to Amendment Number 10 in our Constitution. So when they overturned it, it now becomes each individual state's uh, requirement or, or their own ability to legalize or make illegal or regulate really is the t- proper term regulate abortions. So now every state can make up their own rules. You know, mm-hmm. some states are going to be a little bit more lenient and other states are going to be a little more strict. Mm-hmm. And so every state has their own kind of line in the sand they're drawing, you you could say. Yep. Does no, that summarize no, that pretty yeah, well? No, that's okay. No, that's <clears throat> so one, one stat that I want to, uh, Throw out here, man. Yeah, let's go into the background. I, I, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Uh, a large majority, I don't know. I don't really know how to quantify this, but I think all of our listeners, and I believe you would agree. Real quick, actually, what's an abortion? Probably should just define that. I, I know, I know, but I actually wrote that question down because I wanted. I actually looked at it. I'm like, what is it actually? I would say it is the removal of a fetus in the woman's body. Okay, so just removing of it or... And, 
and killing because it is living and killing it of some sort, right? Because you have to, by removing it, and there's multiple different ways we'll go into that, yep. you are probably going to be killing some type of life at some point. Yep. Okay. So Cool. To be, Good definition. Yep. So um, anyways, like I said, I, I think you would agree with this, and I think a lot of our listeners would. The, And again, this is very difficult to quantify, but just in my everyday conversation as this does come up, as of recent, very frequently, but you know, throughout, this has come up in a lot of different conversations. And what is normally said is, what about rape and incest? Mm. Right? So I was like, well, damn, you know, that would be very difficult to, to kind of side with the rapist. You know, the, the woman has to live with this for the rest of her life, et cetera. Do you know the percentage of abortions that are a result of, or yeah, concluded abortions that are, yeah, I believe it's actually less than 3%. Uh, it's actually less than 1%. Oh. Less than, according to USA Today at least, less yeah. than 1% of abortions are from rape and incest. So that's really frustrating because whenever you hear about rape and incest, like, oh my gosh, that's, that's horrible. Like, you know, why would any, any humane person ever want a woman to experience, you know, living with, with a child that is just a constant reminder of a rape? I was like, man, shit, like, you can sound really heartless really quick. Less than 1%. Yeah, you know, on my, maybe that's why I didn't know this. I was just kind of assuming that incest was a large number, but I had, rape was less than half of a percent. Yep, less than 0.5 of a percent. Yeah. And I didn't see incest. And, so and, I and the saying. other half is uh, incest. Wow. Okay. But but it often gets talked about because that's very difficult to have a controversial opinion. If you, by you opposing abortion and rape and incest, therefore you are agreeing with rape and incest. And that yeah. that's, that's the fallacy that they're able to impart on you, right? Yeah, and... That's that's interesting. What I didn't understand or I didn't know before this is what's the number one reason for for a, a, a woman to actually get an abortion? I didn't come across that, that reason. They're not ready for a or another child. So the timing is incorrect for her or her family. 25% of all abortions are a result of just the woman saying, hey, it's just not the right time for me to have a child. Um, and, and, and this is the craziest thing. I think a majority of abortions are actually with a mother that already has another child or two children. 59%. I found, I found that stat wild. I, I didn't know that. I would have thought it was going to be younger, never had a child, parents. But it's actually, or sorry, not parents, uh, single uh, you know women. Um, but it's actually uh, women that have already bared child children or multiple like i said 59 percent of abortions are to women that have already had a child and that is i'm not saying it's surprising but it definitely is different than what you would think it would be right yeah you know you know what also i thought was pretty wild is the percentage of women who've had multiple abortions 42 percent yeah 42 percent Eight percent have over, have had over three abortions. It seems much high. like I feel like I wouldn't want to go through that more than once ever. But again, you guys, just we didn't even do it. A little disclaimer here: These, this is two guys making this uh, conversation, which I, I don't think there was an issue with that. I think all this all conversations should be able to be had by anybody. I don't think we need to have you know specific backgrounds or specific demographics to fit a, a conversation. But little asterisks there. Unfortunately, it's it's challenging. Um, for us to put ourselves in that position because we, we just never have been in that position and 
neither would we want anybody ever be in that position, to be honest, because it's it's a, a shady one, really. But, however, yes, we are two guys, but we are two guys that either, A, you are a father, or B, I, I know many fathers that are around my same age. And therefore, I've had the opportunity and the great fortune, rather, to you know have conversations with my friends, wives, and uh, significant others like that. And they've all described the feeling of whether it's the first time that they're able to nurse or the first time that they look in their baby's eyes and it smiles or something like that, 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 that only connection that a mother could feel to a child. And that right there was so alarming whenever I read that 60% of abortions were to a mother were to a previous mother. Yeah. To a current mother. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is what really made it jump off the page for me. hundred percent. That one, that one's weird. Did you see how many abortions occur right now in the U.S.? Uh, man, that was really interesting how difficult it was to quantify because there were, because the whole privacy issue. So there was two different studies and I saw ranges anywhere from, you know, 680,000 all the way up to 900,000. Yeah. It's Le- legal, abort- like, uh, I'm sorry, um, not, not legal abortions, but professional abortions, I guess yeah. is the term I should use. I, I think at this point all, okay, I'm not going to say all, but. A majority, a vast majority of abortions are legal because it's been it's been free. No, but I meant professional. I'm sorry. I'm, oh. I'm I'm just talking about you know the 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 scared girl in the bathroom that is you know taking a bunch of pills or oh. drinking a lot oh, things like that, like coat hangers. Unfortunately. Oh yeah, yeah. Like somebody that doesn't want to go see like Planned Parenthood. Exactly. That's okay. what I meant by professional yeah. abortions. Yeah. I, let's just say 800. That's the number I got, which is about okay. it's in the range between yeah. those two. Um, this is the interesting stat though. So 800,000 doctor-performed abortions are, are performed yearly in the U.S. That's a lot of babies, um, or a lot of uh, fetuses. Yeah. 800, almost a million are, are just chopped to put, off. To put that in perspective. A third, right? To, to put that in perspective, plus or minus a rounding error, if you will, that's the amount of COVID deaths we've had. Yeah. Is how many abortions we've had. It's a third of all pregnancies, I believe. So all pregnancies... A third of all pregnancies in an abortion right now in America, which that's a lot, especially as we have, we had the lowest birth rate year in America history, I think, or at least the last, I think, hundred years, um, this last year. So it's something that I think a lot of people are starting to worry about is that we have very low birth rates right now in America, which is going to contribute to a whole variety of issues that we're not going to talk about today. But this is one where 800,000, you know, would be children could actually help out a lot of things, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird to think about because a lot of people, you know, kind of put the blame and say, well, these children are going to be put into circumstances that they're not going to be mm-hmm. fruitful in, but we're going to be all not very fruitful if we don't have, if we have a declining population, that's a very bad situation for everybody. Yeah. The worst for an economy that could possibly go wrong, which is very interesting. Any other stats that really just jumped out on the page to you? A couple of them. Yeah. So 800,000, um, uh, abortions, a little under half of those are performed by Planned Parenthood, which I think a lot of people will kind of know them as um, the abortion provider. Now, they do market themselves as not an abortion provider, but as a uh, woman's health provider. But when I started kind of doing a little digging into Planned Parenthood, what I found out is that they actually do very little um, things other than abortions. Um, this is actually kind of weird. So women's pap, pap smear test, um, they account for a little less than 1% of all pap smear tests uh, performed uh, on American women. 
um, which means that they perform only about 200,000 out of the 28 million tests that are done through other doctors. So they're not really doing a lot of those. Um, they only perform about 1.8% of all clinical breast exams for breast cancer. So they're not a big provider of that as well. Um, and they only help out uh, about 160 uh, kids, or actually, sorry, 2,000 kids a year for adoption um, type of situations where they're going to help moms through the adoption process. Meanwhile, they are going through about a third, 34.9% of all abortions are performed at Planned Parenthood buildings. So if you look at those numbers, and, and all of them are fairly low except for one, which is how many abortions they're providing in, in, in America. So I, th- I look at Planned Parenthood as I say they're probably the primary, if you're going to look at numbers, they're probably the one you should look at if you're talking about abortions, if you're going to deem them good or bad. It's probably Planned Parenthood, I would say. It's, that's, that's our primary business. That's what they're yeah. selling, you could say. God, what a horrible thing to just say. That's what they're selling? That's what they're selling. <sighs> I hated how you just had to end that. I get why you did it, but I hate that you had to do it that way. It's just like that's what they that's what they're I, providing. I know that's yeah. their product, that's their service. Yeah. I get it. But. Like doctors do things that are good or bad, right? You know, some of them do press enlargement surgery, some of them do abortion, some of them cure cancer, right? That's what they're selling. It's mm-hmm. an interesting no, thing, I get it, unfortunately. But um, yeah, that's one. That's so that's something that I want to kind of go over is, is kind of highlight. It, it, the argument is not, I guess, against just the one-off doctors. It's really against. Planned Parenthood, I think, with abortion. They're, they're the primary provider for this, at least almost half or a third. So kind of want to say that. Um, did you notice if abortion rates have been going up or down? Did you see anything? Yeah, like? they have been declining. Yes. Um, I believe uh, in the, ni- I think 1990, it was over a million abortions were happening a year. 1981. Was it 1980? Okay, 1980, yeah, 1981. That was 90. That was the peak. Um, I saw 29 abortions per thousand women. Yeah. And now we're down to about half. 14, a, a, right? 11.4 as okay. of 2019. So it has went down quite a bit, um, more than half. So it looks like less people are getting abortions. I wonder if that's because of less people getting... Um, I think that there was a little caveat there saying that more birth control is getting used mm-hmm. other than abortions. Mm-hmm. So I guess maybe at 1981, maybe birth control and, and uh, pills and things were not as accessible maybe. Yeah, Which makes sense. Yeah. Right? Makes sense. Um, okay. This is an interesting one. This is, this one actually jumped off the page. I didn't know, I had to do more research, and I, we're one of the states, Arizona. Eleven states ban abortions for the reason of sex selection at the point of pregnancy. So apparently, because of some cultures that value having a firstborn son, a lot of not a lot, mm-hmm. some women were aborting based on sex. Mm. So if they went to their, you know. Uh, doctor and got yep. the blood test or, or, or noticed that as a male or female and they, they found out it was a female, <clears throat> I guess in some cultural norms, they would say abort. And then they would go through that process several times until they got a boy. So just because of the, the sex or the gender of that child, they would say, no, I don't want it. That right there is starting to kind of red, that, that would raise a red flag. I'd be like, okay, you can't, and apparently 11 states said, yes, that's a red flag. You're, you're, you can't abort a child based on sex. I think it's, I think it's absolutely horrible. Isn't that a weird one? <clears throat> you know, it's one of those things, man, where you have to foundationally ask yourself, if, if you do support this, then you don't think 
you don't believe in the miracle of life. It. You don't. Well, yeah, I guess you believe. I guess the the line is not the miracle of life. It's when is the miracle occur? I think that's what a lot of the argument is around. Is is, you know, is it the first time you hold your baby? Is it the first time you feel the baby kick? Is it the first time that I can register their heartbeat on a little Doppler? I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, is it, you know, the first time that your little pregnancy test shows up, you know, pregnant, when is that miracle actually created? Because if you didn't have all those tests along the way, you actually would never know, or I guess it would be a month before you know, well, you'd be uh, probably a little longer until you felt like a kick. Well, no, I'm thinking that the woman no longer has her uh, menstruation. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe, let's say maybe two months. Cause it's not like actually part of the, uh. There's some really weird terms in there, like the LMP, last menstrual cycle. Is it LMP? Whatever. But this is where we're getting into like the territory that guys just have no. We can't idea. remember. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's like we buzz right over it. But my point is, is I would think life is created whenever no external means are needed to continue. I guess right. So what I mean by that? Please elaborate, because I'm confused. Yep. Maybe I did a horrible job of that one. So. If you don't do anything, life will be created. Oh, I see. So no outside input? No outside influence, yeah. Uh, interesting. I, I, I see where you're kind of going. So you're saying that <clears throat> if if nothing as an outside value, like no intervention. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Life is therefore created. Yeah, no. I, I, at, at contraception. Yeah. But right. natural forces or, can occur. Um, natural forces are, are kind of outside of your ability. That's not abortion. 100%. Yeah, miscarriage. Yeah, 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 miscarriage. And I was actually looking at this as other animals, right? And I was actually, I was thinking, okay, what other animals can we kill or not kill that are babies or, or not babies yet? Apparently, there's a lot of laws in the books. Sea turtle eggs. Do never touch one of those sea turtle legs. You can't yeah, even once you go like to prison for ten years and a million dollar in fine. Don't or even crazy don't even like, move it. Yeah, it, and it's if you crazy. crush it, you're dead. You're dead. Right? Federal prison. Guess what? How many birds eggs you can touch in America? <laughs> I, I didn't go down this road. Didn't know. Didn't ten. know this. Apparently, there's pretty much none of them. <laughs> if you touch any native bird to the area. Any bird that moves, actually, it's a migrating bird, which almost all birds migrate, apparently. So any migrating bird, <clears throat> if it's part of a migrating bird, it doesn't actually, that physical bird doesn't have to move. But so, so let's use like language here. Rather than touch or move or anything like yeah, that, kill. Let's, let, let's use or, or external factor. Factor. Effective. External influence. Yes. 100%. Some of the force. So if I take that egg and I decide to grab it and move it out of its nest, prison, mm-hmm. a bird's nest. I'm so, talking about a quail, guys. I'm talking about a bald eagle. I'm talking about something that I think is a lower life form personally than a human, but I, I don't know, especially in an egg. I, I eat them every morning for breakfast, eggs. So so let's clarify here, man. Because by now, if people are still listening, either A, they agree with us, or B, they are boiling and looking for their phone to, to pause us and unfollow us, to unsubscribe, et cetera. Often what is said on t-shirts, on chanting, et cetera, is, you know, the government shouldn't tell me what to do with my uterus, right? Or, or a gun has more rights than my uterus. Yeah, I don't know about that one. That one's a rough one. Guns don't have many rights. So 
we're not saying that, right? We're not saying that the government should control women. No. We're not no, saying no. the government should control their uterus as any say. What we are saying right now is you should not be allowed to kill something. Well, I I still don't know exactly where the line in the sand is for me. And this is why we're talking about it, honestly, is because I was like, hey, I don't even know where. And to be quite honest, if you would have asked me that, you know, this whole conversation, probably five <clears throat> plus years ago, no, let's say seven plus years ago, my wife impacted me greatly on this conversation, actually. Um, I would have said, yeah, abortion's good. Abortion's good? Yeah. I would have said it's good. And I would have said it almost with an intent of, I think it helps people that probably shouldn't have children not have children. You don't think there's other means? I don't know what you mean by that. There's not other means or actions that people can take to not have children? No, no, I 100% agree with that. But I'm saying if you've already gotten pregnant gotcha. Gotcha. And, and the guy decides to just leave and, and unfortunately this young woman is in an unfortunate circumstance, I'm, I thought it was a good way of birth control. I personally believe that. So it's, it's really interesting that you just hit on that. So I was talking with my wife about this topic. You know, obviously, I, guys, just for all listeners, I actually forbid this topic. A year ago, whenever we created this podcast, I wouldn't let Cody put this on our Google Sheet. Shout out to Brittany, Jared's wife, who actually, let's just say, said you have to do it, Jared. There, there's too much conversation. This podcast is centered its foundational principles of this podcast is to talk about the controversial stuff and, and research and, you know, yeah. formulate an opinion. So I, uh, I folded <laughs> as of late, but anyway, so I was talking to Brittany about it. I was doing a little bit of research and that's where, and since we're in our second beer, I'm allowed to speak my opinion. I'm sure I already kind of effed that up earlier, but what I'm saying is I think it's foundationally wrong that the man can sit there and impregnate four different chicks and it is not his problem. He can abandon them all and they are up creek without a paddle. Either they abort it or they figure out a way to financially make it work, um, psychologically make it work. You know, I, Well, technically, I, I think he, he's going to be, isn't he due some type of child support or something like that? Okay. So the, the type of person usually, I'm speaking in generalities here. They don't have to, enough money to do it. I know. They don't have enough money yeah. to take him to court. And honestly... Let's say the guy just freaking uprights and moves, leaves leaves the woman, ghost her. So, do you think it almost is like a criminal penalty on the guys? Yeah, absolutely. I think it should be. It's interesting, huh? I I think that's that's so wrong that we view this ab abortion or pro life, pro choice we from put, just one gender standpoint. Well, we put it all, and you know, I was thinking about this as I was writing up my notes today. It's weird that you went here. I was thinking every single sentence I wrote was always how the woman is having to make the decision. Isn't that wrong? And I'm thinking... It takes, it takes two it people takes to make a baby. Two. And unfortunately, when you put that much responsibility on somebody, it, it's so heavy. It's so heavy to make somebody have to make that decision all by themselves. It shouldn't It shouldn't be an alone issue, right? And And at a certain point, you're right. That guy does that. You're in for the long run, buddy. You know, it's, it's, I'm not trying to say like this is like a kid is like a house or anything like that, but when you co sign with a partner or you, you know, buy your very first car with a parent or whatever it is, right? And you co sign on a loan, 
you're doing that to kind of together. Mm-hmm. And one person decides not to make their payment or something. The other person is responsible. And guess what? That's <laughs> a kid is kind of a bigger deal than buying a house, mm-hmm. a bigger deal than buying a car. You're kind of co-signing with an, a physical act, which is probably a bigger deal than, than writing your name on a piece of paper. Yeah. Right. If you think about it, you're signing with a different pen. A penis. See? For you men out there. Get it? Pen. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> <laughs> so, some may say a pen. I say something larger than that. But uh no, <laughs> I, I I think it's I think it's foundationally, and to use a buzzword right now, systemically wrong that we are viewing this as just a woman issue. Yeah. I think it's these a, piece of shit men out there yeah. that are getting these women pregnant and putting them in the isolating mindset that they've done that's what's wrong you're putting somebody up against a wall and making them have to make a split decision because really it's like oh my gosh i'm guessing a majority of these women right because i haven't been in this position the majority of them are like i'm up against a wall right now and i have the rest of my life to look out for what am i supposed to do this dirt bag just said go to the abortion clinic and mm. i'll talk to you next week mm. how many times has that happened too many too many Oh my gosh! Too many. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm glad you agree on that one because I, I think, I think. You know, it, it should be a, a, even if even if we say abortion is is still okay, it never should be a female only issue, and the male should be held liable if they just decide to leave. I think so. I th- not liable for money. I think there might be a criminal criminal penalty actually. Yeah, but see the the criminal penalty. Why well, I, I love the uh, the strength that you're trying to put behind it. That doesn't solve the problem. I mean, you know firsthand how expensive a baby is. No, it does. But what it does, it does solve the problem because now guys, just as there is a reason why people don't, you know, drive uh, while drinking or or drive uh, while drunk. Yeah, it's a deterrent. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, before you perform the act that could create a child, Mm -hmm. you're thinking, okay, wait a minute here. Maybe you might, might think twice about putting on the condom. There we go. There's going to be a condom 100% of the time. Um, or, no, it's not an option tonight. I'm sorry. I'm not doing that because I don't want to go to jail for five years. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know why. I don't think there's in here. We're unfortunately going to upset some of the college-age kids out there. 100%. Don't care. That think, yeah, well, I should be able to have fun. Well, you're having fun is there's a penalty to some fun, no matter what. There's consequences to every action. So I'm glad that, that okay. you're, I figured you would be, Yeah. but the fact that it, it's just viewed as a woman issue is wrong. Foundationally wrong. I think so. I agree. I agree. Um, okay. So, Hey, what about this, this one? I'm not trying to bring up every counter argument. That's right, man. I like it. Let's wait till the third beer too. Oh shit. We're on our second beer. Oh, we got to introduce this puppy. Okay. So you didn't even pick this one out. You actually nope. had a little help. Nope. The missus picked this one out. Okay, and so this is Stone Enjoy by four, uh, 7 4 22. If anybody doesn't know what that is, it's uh, actually uh, the 4th of July. <laughs> so we're actually a day late drinking this. When this comes out, it's of course going to be a little bit out, but yesterday was the 4th of July. So happy birthday to America. Um, this is a uh, tangerine and pineapple IPA. Double IPA. What do you guys say about this, Jerry? What are you thinking? Well, first of all, love the can. It's- Red, white, and blue. Got the nice American flag in in the back of it. It's made for the Fourth of July. I think it's pretty cool. The, the kicker guys, nine percenter. 
We haven't done excess of 8% in a while because we're smart and we learned our lesson. But they got us with the, uh, with the marketing on this one. Yeah, the, this flag, like this looks like a Budweiser or something. Oh, it's badass, I think. Right? It looks like, oh, yeah, I'll drink like, like five of these on, on, mm-hmm. on 4th of July out by the pool and have a barbecue. Yep. Dude, if you down two of these, your formation of sentences might slow down. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> this is, this is going to be a hard third beer. Um, as far as rating, man, I think it's solid. I would go a, uh, I don't know if it quite taken away the cool marketing and, and all that stuff about it, just the beer. I got to give this an honest uh, three nine. I can't go four O's on it, I, but I thought it was a solid beer. Hmm. I'm not a fan. Two eight. Holy shit. We're far apart. That's rare for us, actually. I know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's um it's not hitting the spot. I think they're trying too hard with these fruity flavors. Yeah, I can see that. But yeah. I, I kinda like that in beers. Yeah. Honestly. And I'm actually surprised because you rated last week's mango so high. It was so good. But you know what? It, it was, was an IPA. And, yeah. It was yeah, juice. yeah. So I think the IPA and the fruit is like it's hitting hard on me. I get that. But uh, nice job, Stone, on the marketing. I think you guys, if you guys, I don't know if you guys do one every year, but it's kind of cool. Oh, I think it's, I'm going to be on the lookout for it next year, honestly. Exactly. Like, I think just the marketing will make me want to buy a 4th of July beer. It's, it's mm-hmm. a neat idea. It's fun. Okay. okay. So, what we're saying, man, sorry to interrupt, but no, no, I, no, I just realized we're about five minutes late. No, no, no. So, count, a little bit of a counter argument here. And I think this is one that a lot of people that are, you know, pro choice, they say, hey, Unfortunately, even if we illegalize abortions, it won't stop abortions. All Mm-mm. it will do is increase the amount of illegal abortions that will I occur. Know, I know. And I think this is valid. I, I, I really do. 100% illegal abortions occurred, you know, prior. And it's, it's not something that I would want. Because they're dangerous. They're oh, very dangerous. Super they're, dangerous. They're 350 times more likely to result in death, right? Blood clotting. Um, Hemorrhaging. Exactly. Yeah. Which is, I think, blood clotting. I thought it was like excess. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's opposite. Excess, but yeah. I'm sorry. Hemorrhaging, yeah. not blood clotting. The opposite. Um, maybe both. <laughs> Shit. I don't, I don't it's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. Dangerous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think the medical term is. Yeah, yeah dangerous. <laughs> That's the medical term. <laughs> it is dangerous. Um, and it would probably become more common. And I, and I think I agree. I, I think when things it's, are, it's no different than making meth. Legal. Exactly. All you can do is increase the fentanyl deaths, unfortunately, because it's bad meth. Exactly. <laughs> People are going to find a way out, but what it does do is it doesn't incentivize the situation of people that are on the fence. People that are just looking for easier access. Cause as we know, as things become easier access, you just do it. You know, I think there's probably more people that drink beer than there are people that do fentanyl because you can go to any corner store and they have beer. Access creates, you know, of course, a, a use. So I was just looking at the legal use, and that's something that I, I'm actually a little sensitive to. Um, you know, going through my thinking, I'm like, I definitely don't want women having to do these back alley abortions. I read a couple of those, and I, they were kind of sickening to me, where where women would have to go through a third party. They'd find some doctor that lost their license that would have some like dirty little clinic, mm. you know, on an alley and they paying would show cash. up paying cash. And this guy would, you know, yep. cl- clean the needles or clean the stuff, you know, instead of actually having sanitized equipment and infection was higher. Hemorrhaging was higher. Ugh. It's, 
It's horrible, man. That's a horrible one. Everything about this subject, like I told you before we started recording. It's sick. Th- this, is, this is an episode that I wasn't looking forward to, man. I know. It, everything about... The conversation. Everything about the conversation it really turns my stomach, honestly. Well, it's funny. I showed you some photos last week that my wife sent me. And I think it kind of spurred a little bit of this. And I think you, you didn't even want to look at them. No, it made me sick, man. I, I can still see them if I close my eyes. It, it's horrible. It's, 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 absolutely, it's absolutely fucking horrible. Guys, just put some context behind what Cody was alluding to here. It was this Instagram post. I can't believe it was allowed to be on Instagram. Neither can I, actually. Out of all the shit that gets flagged on social media, on Meta, I, I, I can't believe. The crazy thing was the first time I saw it, it didn't even have the little... Like sensitive, sensitive thing. When I showed it to you, it did. But anyways, it was this woman talking about how she was happy that Roe v. Wade was getting overturned, and she goes, you know, for for those of you who are not, why don't you look, why don't you scroll right or something like that, right? Yeah. And it was five or six images, and the, the best I can describe this was these were infants that were that, torn apart, that were yeah, just mutilated, dismembered, yeah. Like it was, it was horrible. It, it, it was honestly probably the worst. Like all joking aside, I, and I know you didn't mean it as a joke because it's a very serious topic. That that made my stomach turn. Oh, one hundred percent. I'm just thinking 100%. about it right now. I'm I'm literally. I mean, you were sitting right there on my dining room table, showing me these pictures, and, and it, I was dis- I was physically disgusted. Like my stomach hurt. My heart hurt. That's that's where I. That's where I struggle with this topic. I know, no, it is hard, especially when you see an image of a child that has like their leg ripped off, and it's not even a baby. It doesn't look like an alien. It, it, no, it's, it's a fucking child. It looks like a baby, and I didn't know, you know, how often. Like I thought, okay, it's just the extreme. Are and I actually had to go through some research. I'm like, okay, are these the extreme environments? Is this like the almost illegal type abortions? I I didn't realize this. No, no. Depending on this is Planned Parenthood handbook. As stated by the doctors from Planned Parenthood. Right. Trimester one, vacuum and some tools, along with some type of injection to kind of induce some pregnancy or some labor type things to kind of open up everything. They use like a vacuum and it kind of sucks in most of the stuff because they're fairly small. Second trimester, which is I think 18 or 20 weeks, this is about. I think 14 to 22. Two. I think the, I know the first term is within the first 13 weeks. Okay. So the next one is 13 I think it's, I think it's 1 to 13, 14 to 22. Okay. 23. Oh, I don't know. But still, second trimester, um, too large for a vacuum to kind of suck. So they have to use like a cutting instrument and a pair of, I don't know how else to say this other than like salad dongs. Right to go in non I don't know if it's considered surgery because you're not really cutting anything, but you go in and you kind of cut limbs off the child while they're still living. And the craziest thing is is that apparently fetuses, babies, little humans, whatever you want to call them, while they're inside the womb, around 18 weeks, they feel pain more intensely than a full-grown adult. Their pain receptors, because their neurological system is forming at that point, 
is extremely sensitive. So as they're sawing off a leg or an arm, or because they can't fit through the birth canal at this point, so they have to kind of dismember it and pull it out, one piece, two piece, three piece, four piece, five pieces, and then you have this you know, child that's born that's 20 weeks, and I don't know, it doesn't look like it's 20 weeks. It looks like it's a premature baby. It looks like it's like it's like a... Three pounds, four pound baby, right? It has a head, it has eyes, it has fingers, it has toes. It's got organs, heart beating, pretty sick. And then the last one um, for the third trimester is they take a, like a needle full of the same, the same uh, uh, neurochemical, I guess it is, or maybe maybe some type of toxin that they kill uh, death row inmates with. And they insert it in through the woman's stomach for third trimester, which is crazy because third trimester is like you're 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 birthing the baby, and it, they, it can live on its own. Yeah, and they inject it through the stomach into its heart, stop the heart, and then they start the birth process. So, all three stages, of course, very very gruesome. Yeah. I was listening to this um, podcast. It was a, a pro-con. You know, one woman was uh, for, just like what we're doing kind of here a little bit, but more of a, a debate model. One woman was for abortion. One woman was not. And it was interesting. The lady that was pro-abortion said, I would never want any abortion clinic to ever dismember a body in the second trimester. Why don't they just go ahead and stop the heart? And I'm like, yeah, that sounds better. And the lady asked a very interesting question, the pro-life person. Why why would you want that? She says, well, it's 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 not humane to do it that way. Oh, interesting word there. And she's like, oh, so you're saying that it's a human and dismembering a human is not humane. That's exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying that dismembering a human or killing a human is not humane because that's what humane means. You just said it. And when she said that, the girl froze because she said it herself. Mm -hmm. She said dismembering a baby is not humane. And she was backed up against the corner, and all she said was, I still feel like the woman should have the choice. She couldn't, she could, now she went off the whole subject of mm, the dismembering. Then, then all of a sudden you get them feeling and emotion. <sighs> and I'm like, I don't think anybody wants to hear the dirty truth. It's killing a baby. That's the dirty truth. That is you, it. You, you, can, you can market it a certain way. You can coin a couple terms. That's what I said earlier, man. It is life because without any external forces, a human will be born. Yeah. <clears throat> what do you think about the uh, laws we have around homicide and killing of a pregnant pregnant woman? How it can be tried as double homicide? Yeah. It's weird how the laws are it's set convenient, up. convenient, yeah. They're set up in that case 100%, right? Hey, you have a baby in your stomach. That's double homicide. <clears throat> you have twins in your stomach. That's a triple homicide. When a woman is pregnant with multiple children... Do you have to do different things? Does a woman have to do different things? 
you know, do they have to maybe um, be cautious more? A lot more. Do they have a higher risk of pregnancy challenges? Well, that probably means that you you have a, a increased responsibility of other human life, right? It doesn't, it's not just your body anymore, right? You, you are You are taking care of other bodies at a certain point. And that's one that I kind of like thinking, I was like, man, as, as women have responsibility, it increases with these children that they bear hundred <clears> percent. <throat> and that's how, you know, it's a human life. You know, what is really interesting about that is, so I'm trying to think of, uh, like vehicular homicide or to your, to use your words, you know, if, if a woman is pregnant, it's double. Yeah, vehicular homicide. Yeah, homicide. Right. It's 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 an accident mm-hmm. from from a vehicle standpoint, but yet the driver made a mistake. <clears throat> but how come, whenever it's performed on purpose, i.e., via an abortion clinic, why is that not considered a homicide? You know, the, the, the laws. I think you were alluding to this earlier, a few a couple minutes ago. It's really interesting how inconsistent it is with how we treat. Pregnant women. Well, again, I think the reason is, is that we still have not defined where the line is. We have a mixed opinion about what a human life, where it starts and where it, it, it I guess, ends. We all know where it ends, right? I'm pretty sure we all know what a dead person is. Stop of a heart. Yeah. But where it starts, is it the starting of the heart? Maybe. Is it the starting of brain activity? Maybe. Is it the first time that there's unique DNA that's only very specific to that one person? That person has, you know, DNA that never has existed anywhere else. I think that is where there is a challenge where people start kind of saying, we don't know where it is. We don't know where the line is. And I think as soon as that question comes up, I don't know if I want, I wouldn't want that responsibility to say, I think it's a human. I, I don't think it's a human life right now. Like just by saying I don't think it is, makes me feel like I take a second guess and say maybe not now. But but what's so interesting, man, is how you have to use the word think. I know. And so as soon as you say that, I don't want to be responsible for killing other people. I don't think it is. As soon as you have to say, "Ooh, you know, I don't, I don't. It, it could be. It could not be." Right now it's this. Maybe next year it will be this. You know what? If it's human life, I'm not touching it. I don't so, want to have to be so, on, me, on me. Here's one thing that's really interesting. And uh, it's interesting that you brought up Planned Parenthood. Mm. And as you perfectly stated earlier, as far as you know, what the real product that Planned Parenthood is selling. Right? Yeah. So unfortunately these services, or fortunately, you know, that's, that's their cross to bear, I guess. But... They have a very interesting, and this is on PlannedParenthood.org or .blog.org. You know, this is an article on Planned Parenthood's website. I was reading um, a couple different articles around pro-life versus pro-choice. What's that mean? You know, there are a couple of confused, it, it seemed like adolescent people. I don't know if it was a male or female, but they were a little bit confused on, hey, my parents are saying they're pro-life, but I really don't know what that means. And it got a little less factual, which I'm kind of disappointed from a .org standpoint yeah, yeah. i would i would hope that they really stuck to the opinions but hey toot your own but i'm just giving my opinion on how i interpret the the article or the blog post there and it got really heated as far as well usually pro life people uh are for the death penalty so are you pro life or are you just anti abortion 
that, that was it was it was actually really childish their argument as far as the delineation. I don't feel like they did the adolescent a, a very good. They, I don't think they did any favors or did a very good job on explaining the difference of pro life pro choice. But anyways, because they use that example saying, and I quote, the people that are pro life are usually pro death penalty. Yeah, they probably are. I would say so, but I'm not refuting that. But the fact that you're making that analogy, the fact that you're making the analogy of you choosing to kill person X, and therefore you could potentially, depending on what state you're in, receive the death penalty versus an is innocent very person. different than mm-hmm. someone who did not do anything wrong. This little infant baby getting killed. Two very, very different things. Hundred percent. And the fact that they were going to have the audacity to make that analogy and make that comparison really bothered me to my core that you're going to equate a baby who did nothing wrong to anybody was just to put it in your terms, like not yours, Cody's, but I'm talking about like in a person term that is for abortion, that was an accident or a mistake that you need to handle or, or get rid of is very different than a grown ass adult making a decision. Making a decision in someone else's life. 100%. No. That, I, I couldn't believe that a PlannedParenthood.org posting made the analogy behind people that support pro-life also support the death penalty. Couldn't believe it. That's weird because, you know, the, the death penalty popped up in one of the articles I was reading. And I think it was a video I was watching and this girl was arguing about it. And same thing. She said, well, you're probably for the death penalty. Because you are, you know, pro-life, and normally that's on the same side. And she's like, you know what? Yeah, and I also think that rapist that impregnated a woman should be more harshly penalized. Agreed. She's like, because guess what? They just created an absurd amount of responsibility. Whether that woman decides to abort that life or not abort that life, the responsibility, the burden that they just created on that female is absurd. So unless they want to take responsibility for that, and of course, no woman would ever want for them to, but that person, the, uh, the amount of responsibility, that it's, 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 absurd, it's absurd amount. The, resp- the, the, uh, the penalty should be to the highest extent, right? Somebody that goes out, rapes a woman, impregnates them and now makes that woman have to decide to, you know, carry on with a life, which they don't really want to. This is with somebody that they've never met before through a forced upon morally horrible situation. Or they have to decide to kill a would be life. Both both you've effectively ruined that woman's life. Or you never know. Honestly, some women find it to be one of the best things ever because they now have the very first child or whatever it is. But I'm not trying to... I appreciate the optimism, yeah, but yeah. I think it's a reasonable assumption. That yeah, it's going to be bad. You forced that woman to make a life alter... Not only 100%. did you not only did you impact her negatively by your single fucked up act, Yeah, but now you forced her to either A, kill a child, kill an unborn child, or B, birth it, and every time it hugs it, maybe, maybe, maybe she thinks of the rapist. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. so fuck you, first yeah, of all. And, and to your point, you should be punished to the highest extent to up to and including the death penalty. Honestly, I think you're such a son of a bitch. hundred percent. And this is the interesting thing is like, I don't think those are mutually exclusive of things. Like I think, I don't think you can, you can be pro-life and also say, yeah, there are, there are scum of the earth out there yeah. that don't deserve to be walking around 
other people. Specifically people that are vulnerable to rape or things like that. Like, come on now. No. You're not allowed to walk around like that and be a... a, a what, what are they called? Uh, an attacker? Or what are those type of people? Um, you know, they take advantage of people? Yeah. Yeah. Predator. Predator. Yeah. Like, thank you. Predator. Yeah. Exactly I'm sure the listeners heard that in the background. That was, the, that was literally where I was thinking. There, there are predators out they there. Predators. That, that are, that those people should not be around. So that's funny that you brought that up because I was listening to that and the woman said the exact same thing. She's like, you know what? Why, those predators are the worst, worst of the worst. A um, couple things I didn't know. This is weird. Bring up a couple stats here. I know we're getting to our opinions here and I think a lot of this is already kind of self-evident, but I think a lot of people put a little bit of blame and I, I don't like this now. Now I know the stats. They say that abortion, you know, helps specific individuals that are low income, Low education, poverty, are in bad situations. Okay. Well, 40% of them have some college or an associate's degree. 23% of them have a college graduate degree. So that puts 64% of them having college or some, or a college degree or an associate's degree. Uh, a bachelor's or associate's degree. Well, that's interesting. Okay, so, uh, and then another 27 of them are high school graduates or a GED. <clears throat> Only 10% of them have no high school diploma. So the people that are having the most amount of abortions, or women, I should say, not people, women that are having most amount of abor- abortions are actually uh, fairly educated in the U.S. Okay, that's good. <clears throat> they have other children. We already talked about that. Majority of them are white or black, it seems like. Uh, white is 40%. Black is 30% uh, of the abortions in America. Okay, so that's those are all stats that are feel, I feel like that are kind of counter, counter to the mainstream person that's having an abortion. I think if, if anybody closed their eyes and they visualize the woman that's going to get an abortion, they all have kind of an idea of somebody, oh, that's struggling to make rent possibly— mm-hmm. Um, you know, doesn't have a degree, maybe, um, maybe is a minority of some sort, you know, they're 20 years old. They've never had another child. These stats are all over the board. This person could be anybody in America. Mm -hmm. So really what it's saying is, is that it's, it's kind of a random act. And like what I said earlier, the reason people are getting abortions is because the timing's not right. They don't want another child. You know, I it's think inconvenient. Is, I, think, I think this is the second time you brought up the whole timing aspect of it. Is anyone ever ready for a life-altering event? No. We were when we had Lillian, our firstborn. Of course, we kind of prepared for it, and we were intentionally trying to have a child. As you said, life-altering. It's so weird. We had her. We were at the hospital. We started heading home, and I looked at Anna, and I was like, I can't believe they just let, left, let us leave. <laughs> She's like, I was thinking the same thing. What do we do? You, you, your support system ends. You go from the hospital 
And, you know, we just had the, you know, the birth of our first child and, and we have this nurse helping us, telling us what to do. These pediatricians coming in, giving us little tidbits here and there. Two days later, day and a half later, we're walking out of the hospital with a, a baby in the car seat, putting her in my car, driving home, you know, five, six miles away. I'm like, I don't even, I, I don't even know how to buckle a car seat. Do I drive differently with a car? I, I actually asked. I was like, should I drive slower? Well, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to make a right on a red right now. I don't want to get hit. I'm not joking. <laughs> I know. Dude, I, I'm, these, not, I'm not surprised. All these things like start going through your head. You're like, okay, well, this is like, like everything in your body just wants to do different things. Like you're like, okay, now I got to protect a person that is so vulnerable, right? And so everything changes. And it's so weird because we got home. It's like, what do we do? What do you do? And that's why I'm saying nobody is ready. So that's, that's nobody why, is ready. I, I let it slide the first time, but you said it twice now. The whole, well, the timing's not right. When is the timing ever right? When has anyone ever woken up? Yep, I would like my whole world to be rocked right now. <laughs> Everything that I know, I want you to 180 on me, baby. I'm ready. Like, when the hell has oh that ever god. happened? Oh my god. You know, that annoys the shit out of me. You can prepare, kind of, but I don't think there's there was no preparation. Me and Anna, I'm a preparing type of person. Yeah, Anna was a preparing type of person. To be honest, for the whole baby, <sighs> nope. You know, Mike Mike Tyson. This is yes. You, whenever you could uh, could understand him, he has a fantastic quote. Everybody has a plan till they get punched in the mouth. Having a baby is getting punched in the mouth, punched in the face. Oh, did I fuck up the quote? Is it punch in the face? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Everybody has a plan to get punched in the face. It is 100% that. Mike Tyson got it right, and, and I think he might even say having a baby is like getting punched in the face five times in a row because it's every single day you're like waking up, you're like, oh my God, we have a baby that's crying right now. What do you do? What do you do? Holy shit. He just shit all over me at two o'clock in the morning. That sucks. What do I do? Do I clean my bed up? Do I do I take my sheets off my bed? Right now it's two o'clock. I want to go back to bed. If I take the sheets off, turn the lights on, all of a sudden he's gonna be up for the next three hours. What do you do? Every single hour, every single minute, you're getting punched in the face from this little tiny 10-pound thing. What? What? And they win all the time. They win. And so to your point, timing is never right. No. So so that the whole timing excuse. You know, sell that to someone else. I'm not buying it, man. Here's the second most reason, the second most uh, common reason. I I shouldn't say this, actually. It's the third. I'm going to skip the second one because it's about money. Can't afford a baby. I'm going to say the third one. Completed my childbearing years and have other people depending on me. Children are grown. 20% of women state this is the reason. So I'm guessing this is the female that had children in their 20s, maybe maybe early 30s. Now of children that are 10 to 15 years of age, maybe 20 even, and they get pregnant at 38, 37, maybe 40 years old, and they're like, nah, inconvenient, can't do it. I'm not gonna have a child, and, and I'm not gonna be 60 when they're graduating high school. Well, Cody. Uh- I'm 40 years old, and the risk of Down syndrome is exponential now. 
Yeah. Cody, I want to ask you a question. You and I have probably had the opportunity to meet thousands of people. Is that fair? Oh, yeah. At least hundreds, but maybe thousands. No, thousands. Thousands of people you and I have had the opportunity to shake hands with. Meet, drink a beer with, talk, et cetera, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I've never asked you this question before, but I think I know your answer. And my wife who's listening right now can attest to this because I've said this independently. Mm. I wish... I found as much joy in anything as this particular individual finds in everything. What individual am I talking about? I don't know. You haven't seen Lillian lately. She finds a lot of joy in stuff right now. Okay, she's okay. a baby. What grown adult yeah, I am know. I talking about? I know. Um, I think you're talking about Andrew. 100%. Yeah. This was someone... And, we, and I know, we had to grow up with him, which is fantastic. And, and I know you know the story that it was horrible. The the um, his mom Deborah was told by a doctor that I want you to think of this as a tu- this fetus as a tumor. Oh my gosh! I know, right? A medical doctor told a soon-to-be mother of her second baby boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. already mother, which yeah, is even already crazier. Mother, yeah. yeah, already mother. Of her soon-to-be second baby boy. Hey, uh, shit, I'm sorry. I want you to think of this as a tumor. Move on. And Andrew Dillon, like I said, I, I was, I've said this uh. for at least a decade now. I wish I could find joy in anything as he does in everything. And, and, and honestly, because of Andrew, and I know this is true to you, we've had the opportunity to meet a lot of his friends. And, and that's just how innately down syndrome people are wired they it, want just to bring you into their circle happiest people in the world man yeah. it's it's so it, it's inviting it's intoxicating it's fun to be around it it it, it puts you in a better mood right 100%. but so this bullshit excuse oh i'm a little bit later in my life so i don't want to have risk or oh i've already kind of raised children fuck you it's a baby you're yeah you're ending a the happiest of lives. Like, I, I don't... But I, not just him. It's How much funny. joy does he bring to others? I, I know. That's what I'm trying to say. How much does he contribute to our economy? Yeah. He's at a job longer than most people. Which is crazy, right? A lot of people don't realize that there are a lot of pregnancies that end because a doctor gives... Some bullshit opinion. Says, hey, we believe... And here's the thing. We know does not come out of their mouth. We believe. We think... We think yeah. Um, it looks like my experience. Um, your child has some type of um, mental, physical abnormality. We recommend that you abort. Those words come out of doctors' mouths more common than you believe. I didn't know this. I didn't know that doctors just say, "Hey, um, based on this first uh, sonogram, which is like a yep. little, little black pic- and white your first picture. picture." Yeah, your first picture. Thanks. They say. Yeah, hey, it uh, looks like you have a problem. The The belly is too large or the head is too large. Looks like they have an abnormality. You know how many times they're wrong? More often than probably not. It's an opinion based on a photo, based on something that is so unknown to doctors right now. The, the development of a child is so unknown. We're still using these little black and white photos, right? They've gotten a little bit better at it. 
And I, I still, when we were going through both of our children now, we have two of them. When we go there and they start making all these measurements and I'm like, hey, so, you know, what are you thinking? They're like, ah, it's all approximate plus or minus like three inches. I'm like, three inches? It's like only five inches like, big. I say that's like 35%. <laughs> I'm like, if I was off that that much making a house, I'd be, the house would be collapsing, right? Most things when you're off by that much would not work. I haven't. So I think uh, you and I both afforded each other a lot of leniency in the subject. You know, let us voice opinions, experiences, oh, beliefs, you wanna, et cetera. You want to dive deep here in the last five minutes? Yep. Okay. You are king for a day. Yeah. What Is abortion rule? legal in the world of Cody? No, let's not say the word. In the country of Cody. You are, we have developed a monarchy here in the U.S. Oh, Wow. Yep, you are... Well, you said king for a day, so... You are king of the U.S. for a day. Yeah. Let's not talk about global politics in the last five minutes. I think we fucked that up royally yeah. after these beers. So, you're king for a day. Is abortion legal? If it is, just, okay, no harm, no foul. Is there a secondary punishment to the woman? Is there an obligation to the guy? Is it just illegal? What do you do? I want to know real quick before I answer, because I, I, I said earlier to all of our listeners, my, my opinion has changed. I went from no bars held. Mm-hmm. Like I said, seven, ten years ago. Guys, I'm in college. I'm in college, and I thought, you know what? Why am I telling a woman what to do with their body? For one, if they're making that decision, they're probably doing it because they can't they can't make a good, successful life for themselves and that child. That's where my head was originally. So, Just out of curiosity, have you ever done something that you thought you couldn't do? Yeah. Okay, I was just curious. And, and this is why I think experience matters. And I, I'm assuming most of the people that are on the pro-life side are probably a little bit older. Maybe have had children. Well, the data suggests otherwise. I know. It's very odd, actually. (laughs) And I think after you go through what my wife's been through, she, of course, is 100%. She thinks it's absurd that it's even a possibility. And 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 she has strongly been convincing me. And I went from, like I said, 17 years ago to probably where I am now. I don't know of a case where I would say it's okay. The rape, the incest, because what you're doing is you're, you're, you're seeing the act results in a different result. And unfortunately, the act is still having sex. And your, your act results in a new, brand new human that will have a good life, a great life, a fantastic life, cure some type of incurable disease. You don't know. And I am not, I don't know if I could, I don't know if I'm God, if I'm God or I'm, uh, what do you say, a ruler or king for a day? I don't know if I'm the person to determine that. I think those are natural forces outside of my control. So I don't think I can say, now you, you can do that today, you can do that tomorrow. I don't think I can ever say it's allowed. It's challenge. It's a challenging one. It oh, is. it's not easy, man, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I flip flopped. Yeah, I flop flipped. 
I, I've done everything. Dude, up yeah. until driving to my fucking house today. Yeah. I don't hard. know why I said. So it's really interesting, man. So a lot of the arguments are, oh my gosh, I can't believe the, go- the government is telling me what to do with my uterus. Well, the government's telling you how fast you can drive in a school zone on a highway. The government's oh. telling you what drugs you can and can't take. The government's telling you how much to pay in taxes. The government's telling you how to like who you, all you can vote for. How many studs need to be in that wall? It's like stupid stuff sometimes. Like <laughs> everything around I, I, you. I know. I and honestly, hats off to the marketing people because you guys have clearly done a fantastic job with polarizing people. But my point is, is the government? Hell, the government tells me what I can and can't shoot up into my arm. I can, or in my body, I can shoot insulin up, thumbs up, heroin, eh, probably not so much, right? So, so the, you know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, didn't anticipate to make that point, but I can give myself heroin. I'm sorry, I can give myself insulin. I cannot give myself heroin. How right? could it's actually illegal for you to kill yourself? Even weirder. Think about that. Yeah, good luck charging me. I guess, but it's illegal. <laughs> yeah, it's illegal. So you see my point, like, it's, it's so interesting that now we're drawing the line and saying, I can't believe the government is intervening in this part of my life. Well, they do in every other part of your life. As we've discussed in the last 40 some odd episodes, with the intent of good, we hope. Now, of course, it could be better. But the government intervenes for the betterment of society. We hope, again, it could be better. So maybe by this intervention is again with the intent for the better to not kill 600 to 800 to a million babies, 600 to 800,000 to a million babies or soon to be babies, soon to be presidents, soon to be cancer cures, soon to be contributors to society. Cause you don't fucking know how many success stories do you hear against all odds? Do you hear about people making it about creating jobs, about creating, you know, Becoming titans of industry. It's absurdly often. Look. If I'm king for a day, I think I am perfectly aligned with you. And I didn't think I was going to go here. I've always said, and honestly, I wish I would have researched more earlier in my life. To have a better opinion. I wish I would have seen the image I've seen. I wish I would have seen the data points I would have seen. I wish I would have watched the videos I would have watched. Because a a little cop-out, wuss-ass answer to tell myself here. Oh, what I personally think and what I think the government should do are two different things. Knowing what I know now, I am anti-abortion. I am pro-life. Even without rape, incest, all that. Because rape and incest, look, I'm sorry. 1%. Less than one percent. It's so it's it so horrible too. Fucking sucks. It's, it's, it's horrible. It's, an it's evil with an evil, and that's my that's my issue. You can't solve evil with evil. But but what I'm saying, Cody, is we've always made our king for a day arguments and, and stances on the majority. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, I if oh, I can yeah. appease ninety nine percent and piss off one, damn it, I'm sorry one percent, and it's fucking horrible. And I yeah. know I'm, I'm such a son of a bitch. I get it. I get it. I'm sorry, guys. I am. But if I can make 99% happy, that's a pretty damn good decision. And the cool thing is, is that, you know what? That 1% of children that live because of your rule could all of a sudden become 
something amazing. Maybe a fantastic attorney to put all these sons of bitches in jail. The I don't rapist. Know. Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. Honestly, and, and guys, just to tell myself with the wide ranges. Now, hey, you know, one, one caveat that it. we said earlier that we need to make sure we bring back. Let's hear it. Maybe I forgot. I think there needs to be higher penalties on those rapists. Yep. On those dads that leave. Yep. Yes. I guys, think it needs guys, to be just to make it absurdly explicitly higher. clear. Absurdly this is higher. not a woman issue. Mm-mm. Last time I checked, a woman cannot get pregnant by herself. No. Well, well, it happened one time. That is true. Shout out Virgin Mary. So, other than her, a woman cannot get pregnant by herself. Yeah. This is not a woman issue. This is a couple, a man and a woman issue. Not a couple because there's the, the weird ones, of course, you know, dates and, and rapes and all that nonsense. But it, it takes two people to do it. Yes. And other, you, you get into it together and you, unfortunately, hey, this is your child. You're going to take care of him. Or... The guy's got a penalty that is absurd. Right. I want it to be... Monetarily, physically... Uh, throw the book at him. 100%. Throw the book at him. This is not a isolating woman Because issue. you're 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 putting a woman in a position to kill somebody. You're you're kind of killing somebody as it, a guy. Yeah, man. Like, like I said, I, I went through the... Up to and including about eight minutes ago, I didn't know where I was going to say Really? That. It's so it's so hard. It's a hard one, dude. I like I said, I've used this wuss ass cop out. I know what I think government should do and what I think personally. I'm no longer going to say that. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually, it's funny. I had the most rude Uber driver I've ever had in my life yesterday. Coming back from the airport, it was dead silent. We we're just listening to the, some radio or whatever. So, what's your take on abortion? I, I'm not kidding. Like literally, that's how she started the conversation. Did it come up on the radio? Nope. Oh, God. What'd you say? I used the worst ass cop out answer. What I think the government should do and what I personally believe are two different things. Again. Oh, see, I, I see those Uber um, excursions as we finish up here, guys, as great times to harden your conversation abilities. Nope. This woman asked oh. me, I swear, after we're done recording, you can ask Brittany if this is a true statement. She asked me, now, and I quote, I'm not getting asked, Brittany, in two minutes. Now, is New Mexico, that's the United States, but Mexico is Mexico, right? I said, yes, ma'am. Why'd she ask that question? I'm confused. We're in the Southwest. She's an Uber driver. She, she thought we were near the border of Mexico in Chandler, Arizona. I would say near is relevant, of course. It's... Depends on where you are. We are nearer than New York is. Uh, depending on what border you're talking about. Mexico, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. We are near Mexico, but we're still four or five hours away. So so she drove me from Phoenix Sky Harbor to Chandler, Arizona. Yeah. And she was driving. And guys, this is a 20-minute drive. She thought she was driving so far that she asked. Well, that might be a joke. You know how people say you live in the you know. And then it was followed. And then it was followed up with now New Mexico is the U.S. <laughs> and and Mexico is Mexico, right? I was like, yes, ma'am. Okay, guys, really appreciate you guys joining in today. I know this is a sensitive subject. So need to say I wasn't changing any opinions. <laughs> this is a sensitive subject. Um, as you guys know, we are always coming from a place of let's just talk about it. Let's talk about it. It's it's difficult. This one's extremely sensitive because there are, I think, 
a lot of emotions involved. Emotions, losses involved too, right? People lose pieces of themselves. You know, children, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, children also lose lose potential of what they're going to become. So, um, really appreciate you joining today. This is a, a really kind of great episode, I think, for the point in time that we're in. The only thing I'll say is that there's been a lot of points of history where we have deemed different types of humans lesser. If you think of Jews, if you think of African Americans, if you think of Asians, if you think of Irish, Irish, we've deemed them lesser of a human. And I think this is a point where in America we also are looking at fetuses or unborn children or, you know, whatever you want to call them, young children, babies, babies, as lesser of a human. I I don't think I want to be the person that says that they are lesser. I think they are the same, if not better. They're going to be born into a generation that is amazing compared to what I'm going to do. We've done better things every generation. So I want to, I want to always push forward. Good way to end, man. Yeah. Good way to end. See you guys.